There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Give it to me! Hello, everyone. I'm Molly Wood. Oh, hi. I'm Tom Merritt. Oh, hi there. Welcome to It's a Thing. It's so nice to see you. Thanks for joining us on the weekly podcast supported by you. Whereas our little molehills seem to be opening up to the wider world, we can only expect more things to come raining in. But we are grateful for this time we have spent inside because there have still been plenty of things for us to spot and bring to you. Yeah, uh, we are recording this on March 11th. Uh, I, I hadn't even thought about this till just the second, Molly. This is mm-hmm. the year anniversary of the World Health Organization declaring a pandemic. Yeah, it is also, uh, it is the date that, as I was, I, I think, at the, at a restaurant for the last time with a friend thinking like we shouldn't, we just talking about how we shouldn't be here, that we found out that uh, the U.S. had shut down travel from Europe, that mm-hmm. the NBA had canceled all its upcoming games, and that Tom Hanks had been uh, t- had tested positive for the coronavirus. I have on my phone a recording of the NHL update that they that I get as a flash briefing on the Amazon Echo for March 12th because that update has all the games from March 11th, as mm-hmm. you would expect, and then finishes with, yesterday the NBA decided to suspend its season. The NHL will make an announcement later today. <laughs> I, so I had that tickets. flash briefing kept playing because they didn't have another one for like six months, I think. Right. Of course. Because what was there going to be? It wasn't six, I know. And people were like, oh, it's just going to we're going to close for like two weeks and then we'll be to deep clean school and then we'll be back as though the yeah. virus will be gone. You know, I mean, but yeah, it has been a year. I am grateful to this show and the audience for keeping us going. And I don't want to pretend that we're out of it yet, although, no, uh, of course. As we are recording this, I came in and saw a, a breaking news alert that said that during a speech later tonight, obviously not when you hear this, but the President Biden is going to call for every adult in America to be eligible for a vaccine on May 1st. So it is a game of International Workers Day. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Get your butts back to get your shots and get back to work. <laughs> How appropriate. If you heard the pre-show, the bonus content, patrons, you will know that that is so appropriate to our conversation. <laughs> Totally. Uh, but we got, things. We got, things. Uh, we got things. We got things. Some of them are, are, are slightly pandemic related, uh, but not this one. Uh, my first thing is Oreos, <laughs> uh, because it started with me <laughs> finding out that cheese on Oreos is a thing and me having to decide whether yep. I thought that was uh, horrible or just weird. Um, but you can do a search. Uh, it's out there. People putting cheese on Oreos. There's also cheese flavored Oreos. But Oreos in general are or on a tear. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oreo's been kind of, you know, doing the marketing thing where they have lots of weird flavors and stuff, hence the cheese on Oreos thing, I think. But uh, my local bubble tea place just started doing Oreo cream cheese bubble tea. Oh, interesting. So Oreos in things are a thing. Yeah. And then Oreos themselves are kind of a thing. And isn't, isn't it, is this, is it now that you can get custom Oreos or there was like a Lady Gaga yep. Oreos? Yep. There are yeah. all kinds of, they're doing the same thing that, um, 
oh, Kit Kats have done forever, where you can like have a million different versions. Dude, you can with customize your own Oreo cookies. Yeah. I'm doing this. You can this do that at the, uh, at the Kit Kat store in Tokyo, too. You can cut, well, not at Oreos, obviously. You can customize your own Kit Kats. How fun. I really feel bad that I didn't know this before my child's birthday, but I am doing it because I'm going to do like an end of the year. What are you going to get? End of the school year. How are you you customize made it. it? I got to decide. But you're right. There has been a lot of talk. It's funny, actually, because I'm even now realizing that just last week, I think I recorded an Alexa explainer for Make Me Smart about Oreos. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Look at you. You're part of the trend. <laughs> I, I may even be contributing to it. Worlds yeah. collide. Whoa, You're escalating. Whoa, whoa. You're keeping that ball alive. Yeah. Oreos, I don't know about man. this cheese thing, though. I'm looking at this and I just I don't. I'm there's 20 percent of me goes. <sighs> there's so many things that aren't as bad as they sound. This could uh-huh. be one of them. There's 80 percent of me saying I will never find out. Yeah, I think that's very wise. Mac and cheese flavored Oreos. Now, see, that one bothers me less. Like putting a cheese flavor in the creamy center of the Oreo. Yeah, like, I guess I could it's see not that. really going to taste that cheesy. It, you know, like it's going to be like cake. it's going to be like cheesecake mm-hmm. is my guess. So it sounds weirder than it is. But the melting actual cheese on the Oreo, which some people are doing. I, I wonder. Yeah. It, you know, it is really interesting. I do think that some of this is late stage pandemic too. That we're just we're, <laughs> we're just, out of sourdough. I don't we're know out of stuff. We're out of sourdough. How am I going to freshen up my TikToks? Moving on to weird foods. Yeah, that's all we've got in the absence of any real adventure. <laughs> uh, oh, although man. an actual Oreo flavored cheesecake does sound pretty delicious, I would definitely do that. Oh yeah, and I'm really glad that you mentioned TikToks because. I have been noticing on TikTok. I, well, first of all, I've noticed that like grownups getting on TikTok is super duper a thing. And I think it's just like killing the kids. They can't like I know that my son can't stand it. That his stepmom and me are always sending him TikTok links. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, just uh, like, it's, you know, when we were closer to that age, it was, you know, the parents sending you an email joke. Right. <laughs> so it's kind of like that. Yeah, totally. But what I have discovered on TikTok and had noticed and just wasn't sure, you know, you're not sure when you're not a kid how new or not new these things are. But I've noticed that there's just been this whole trend of TikToks that are narrated in a robot voice, especially pets, because my TikTok is only cute animals like that. I can't be bothered with anything else. Cute critters galore. And all of them are talking in robot voice. And apparently... That is totally a thing. There is a write-up from December of last year about how the robot voice is everywhere, and it is specifically everywhere on TikTok, and everybody's using it where it's just, it's like, that's how the dog talks, and then that's how the people talk, and it's just speech to text to speech galore. And I don't know why, except for people think it's funny. This person on Medium of, or on Substack, of course, is like totally mad about it because we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, I don't know. But it's it's a really it's just a specific. I have no context to add to it, but it's a thing. It's everywhere. I can confirm this is a thing only because I have actually experienced it on TikTok and I don't go use TikTok hardly at all. Okay. Yeah. Like, so you dropped into TikTok and then yeah. you're like, oh, there's the robot voice. I mm-hmm. did one of my infrequent drop-ins of TikTok and there was like a Korean barbecue recipe done in robot voice. And I just I'm thought just, that was odd. I was like, why didn't they just use their own voice? Now right. I know. 
And I, yeah, exactly. And it's everywhere. And then apparently there are tutorials all over YouTube videos explaining how to start the text to speech tutorial, best text to speech voiceover solution for YouTubers and TikToks. And because it's not the AI speech that sounds almost real, or even no. even Amazon, uh, you know, or or Siri or anything. It's it's meant to sound like it is a robot reading the thing for you. Mm-hmm. I think people think it's funny too. I definitely see it with the pet videos. People think it's funny to have the robot voice that also swears Come out a lot. Of the pet. Yeah. Like right. there's always the pet and then it's always lots and lots of cussing because I guess it sounds mm-hmm. hysterical to have a robot be like, mother trucker. Yeah. Except it would be like, you know. Yeah, you're right. This is why mom is mad again because I pooped on the this and that and like a really ridiculous story, but in robot voice. I don't mm-hmm. think, I will say I'm not as mad about it as the Substack dude, but it's not as funny as everybody thinks it is. Why is he mad? I don't know. He just thinks that he's like having a real get off my lawn moment about it. Like, just, oh, it's, like, it's, it's that. It's, it's that. Okay, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Yeah. He's maybe like, really? it was funny once, maybe, but not anymore. He's like, why is this popular? You know, he's mm-hmm. like, seriously, this you can pirate almost anything via the Internet. And yet this robot voice stuff has an audience. I'm close to swerving into crotchety old man territory again. But geez, that's right. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> funny. Yeah, uh, that reminds me of anger, which leads us to our last two things. Oh, hey. <laughs> um, mine is right now a South Korean, East Asian trend. It's not limited to South Korea, but you're seeing it a lot with South Korean pop stars and TV stars, uh, which is a an offshoot of cancel culture in a way. It's revelations or accusations of bullying when the person was in school and then the outrage that follows and the person having to apologize and maybe getting dropped. One actress got dropped from her television show and they're going to go back and reshoot it. Um, there was like some volleyball stars that, that, uh, got, got dropped because, uh, they were accused of bullying. Some of the actors are, are pushing back and saying, no, this is, this is not true. I didn't do this. And the people are just maliciously trying to, to get me dropped from things, but it's, it's, Fits the pattern of a lot of other stuff we've seen over the last couple of years where there's real accusations of real harm and uh, and then it kind of blows up and becomes a thing of its own. It is interesting that this is so specifically, I mean, you know, the U.S. version, of course, and just I'm, I'm going to say it. Look out. The U.S. version of this, I guess, is is the whole encompassing thing that we're calling cancel, cancel culture. Mm-hmm. It is very interesting that in Korea, it's sort of manifesting itself specifically as this bullying thing because they have also had me too and Uh and other similar phenomenon uh there but school bullying is a big deal and it's it's uh you know i watch a lot of korean tv it's it's an element of a lot of the show's plots if they're if it involves children of that age and in fact one of the stars that's pushing pushing back was the the main star of the show of the uncanny counter which we can get on netflix here and he plays a bullied high school kid hmm. in that show and then he's now being accused of bullying and he's coming back and like saying no that that's not true that didn't happen to me i i didn't do that i mean this is amazing i'm looking at the link you sent and it's like a girl from a k-pop group mm-hmm. a k-drama actor a different k-drama actor Twins who play volleyball and a K-pop star. Yeah. 
I mean, so I have like four or five, if you include the fact that twins count as two people, you know, four separate incidents with five people essentially being pushed out of either the volleyball team, the TV show or the band. And that's just your top search results. And that's just the top search results. Wow. That is a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious if it just stays a regional thing. It's certainly expanded beyond Korea already, uh, but it, it may not go hop the ocean, but I'm, I'm curious whether it will. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's not. <laughs> I don't think we have the same kind of school bullying situations. Not that we don't have school bullying, but I, I don't. Mean, we have yeah. canceling. So well, I we, think, and, you know, and maybe just, we're already like, oh no, we got better things to cancel people for. <laughs> or mainly that there's like a, there's a, a far broader array. Yeah. A palette, a, a large menu to choose from. Mm. If you want to yell at someone online, which ironically gets me to my thing. And these things could not go together better because I think part of what we're seeing. So I was noticing recently and saying this to a friend that like, God, does everybody seem mad on Twitter? I was like, there's just this kind of, and I know that that is a ridiculous thing to say because everybody's been mad on Twitter for a long time. But lately, it seems like there's just sort of ambient rage. And on top of that, everyone I know is like crabby, frustrated, upset. It's like the robot and, voice guy, right? It's like robot voice Writing guy. a whole Substack piece about it instead of <laughs> just being kind of miffed. Or, who cares? But. Yeah. But this, and I, I feel so, and then there's like all this, I mean, all the conversation all the time is like vaccine shaming, right? It's like, that's the latest thing to be mad at everybody about. Like just how you used to be mad at everybody who went to the beach and didn't wear a mask, even though I think now we know that was like fine all along, but on and on and on, everybody's just mad. And I felt so seen discovering uh, that Vice had written an article yesterday saying, here is everyone, why everyone is acting like an a-hole lately. And it essentially gets into just kind of the fact that, like, everyone's tired. There is apparently, scientifically speaking, there is a window of tolerance. And the window of tolerance is, like, how much you can deal with. And we have all gotten to the point where we can't anymore. It's it's we're at the we're at the limbo stage of of vaccine distribution where we're so close to the end, but we're not quite there. And. There's just this kind of, and frankly, I think, you know, like, why are you yelling at the TikTok guy with robot voice? Because you have no other entertainment. You're just watching TikToks or TV or Twitter. And that's all you have to be mad about. And I actually had this moment. It made me feel like a total boomer. But I was like, my God, everyone just needs to get back to work and school. And then they won't have so much to be pissed about. But I think it's kind of true. Well, and the whole like millennials fighting with Gen Z, et cetera, like it, it's all part of it. I've, I've even noticed it in chat rooms and discords where, where I, I'm lucky enough to have in my audience, a lot of really cool people, including right here in it's a thing, but I've noticed more people just taking a negative tone, even if they're not like losing it and getting outraged, but like mm-hmm. even smaller things are like, well, yeah, that's dumb. You know, and other people going, yeah, yeah, it's dumb. And it's like, well, wait, is that one dumb? Like, sure, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff. Don't get me wrong. But what it's that I think tempers are afraid. You know, mm-hmm. we're just burned out on dealing with crisis yep. for a year. Yep. And I like that the therapist they quote in this vice story says it's not that anger has to be avoided, but you do need to take control of how you express it. Mm hmm. 
I so was maybe writing saying, the medium post about robot voice is a healthy way of just getting it out. Maybe Cause right because you're not having harmless, anybody. Right? You're just you're just writing a post about it. You're just yeah. shaking it off. Maybe you write it on Google Docs and you don't share it. I don't know. Um, but it is really it is. I, I just I felt a little validated because I feel like we've all been talking about it so much. And I was saying even all this week that there is a little bit of kind of weird psychic energy in the air as we all kind of realize like holy crap we've been in this for a year we're not it we feel like we should be out of it but we're not quite and i i think i even made the comment that like i have a lot of i'm just trying to avoid a misfire this week (laughs) like i'm just gonna Uh try really hard to not yell at the wrong person (laughs) To like put on my patient pants if I can find them in the pile of laundry that I can't get to because all I ever do is work and take care of children and dogs. Yeah, this 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 Vice article is good reading uh, for that reason, because what the therapist McCann says is uh, tell whether your response to anger is good for you by how it makes you feel. If it brings you into a more regulated state, she says, or calms you down. That's okay. But if it doesn't, uh, then no, uh, that's not okay. And then, you know, give some some ideas of like, you know, maybe uh, write an angry letter and then rip it up so nobody sees it. Scream into a pillow, that kind of stuff. Throw a tennis ball. Mm -hmm. See if that calms you back down. That might be all you need to do before you take it public. Right. Totally. Like, just try not to. I have made a... I am not under the illusion that anyone has noticed, but I almost, I have been tweeting very rarely. I've been like occasionally retweeting people or, but that is just a thing that I've specifically decided I don't have energy for and is not a good influence. And so I started a rule that I talked about this on the other show. I started a rule that when I look at, when I want to look at Twitter as an addiction breaking technique, and now like when I look at Twitter long enough to make myself mad, I have to do squats and push ups. And it's awesome. Yeah. And good for you. I feel better because I did yeah. squats and push-ups. Look at that. So yeah. anyway, I know that we got a little heavy there, but uh, I, I, you know, it's a real thing, and uh, yeah, and, and I think we there's see a, you. There's, I think that's the positive. Is like if you're feeling this way, you're not alone. It's right. normal. And and it, here's here's some tips on maybe how to deal with it. It made me so. I mean, sincerely, it made me so happy to see this article. I sent yeah. it to like five people. And I will probably send it to a hundred more because I was like, this is so helpful. I feel so grateful that it's not just me and everyone I know, which I guess would suggest it's not just me. But yeah. So anyway, what we mean to say is we're with you. We can yeah. do this. It's okay. It's okay to feel angry. It's <laughs> just, all right you know, to cry. Figure out how to keep hold of it. Uh, we, the entire world has gone through this to varying levels. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. I'm not saying everybody, you know, has had it as bad off as everybody else, but everybody's had something. Everybody's had something. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, we see you. All right. <sighs> All right. Shall we do the feedback? To you, uh, that Charlie dude referring to Groundhog Days wrote, is it just me or is the Groundhog trope becoming a thing? At least more of a thing. Seems like a lot of movies are using the Groundhog Day trope. Groundhog Day referring to the movie where Bill Murray experiences the same day over and over again, like Mm. Palm Springs and Boss Level. Not that I'm complaining. Some of them are really good, but I'd maybe rather have some new ideas. (laughs) Wouldn't we all, friend? Wouldn't we all? I really liked Palm Springs, though. That was a good that was a good execution for sure. Oh, really? I did not know that uh, Palm Springs and Boss Level had that same trope, but now I'm going to have to check it out. 
Oh yeah, definitely check out Palm Springs. Uh, Andy Samberg and uh, Kristen Milioti. Hmm. Magic, so good. Okay, I will give you a tentative on that one, that Charlie right. dude. Uh, Lynn writes in on a key Jimmy Woo reference. Yeah. Hey, Molly and Tom. I feel like you missed a critical mention for Randall Park for hilarity and the pure the pure fact that it exists. Ikea Heights. What? And bless you, producer Rich, who notes that it is a spoof of soap operas. The series was filmed covertly inside the Ikea store in Burbank, California, and it stars Randall Park, Whitney Avalon, and Matt Bronger. And oh my God, I know what I'm doing tonight. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I've been to that store, too. In this That's- Halloween episode, Ikea Heights is overcome with zombies. <laughs> this is amazing. The story of the founding of Ikea Heights. Oh, why is Randall Park so amazing? He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Love it. Jimmy Woo. <laughs> Jimmy Woo. Uh, and then Lynn uh, on another key Jimmy Woo reference. Hey, Molly and Tom, I feel you missed a critical mention. Oh, wait, is nope, this the nope, same, same one? one? Same one. Yep. Same one. Nope. It's in there twice. Yeah, it's in there twice. All right. It's in there twice. Yeah, because it's it, that, it was that good. good. <laughs> exactly. And Randall Park is in everything at least twice. So there uh, we go. That uh, that was so Jimmy Woo of us to do it that way. That was so Jimmy Woo of us to give him a double shout out. Hey. Let's get to the shout outs. <laughs> uh, this week's shout outs by producer Rich Straffolino are based on the 11 species of nocturnal New World monkeys of the genus Aotus, the only member of the family Aotidae. <laughs> That giggling you hear is me reading ahead in uh, (laughs) the rundown and seeing what we're in for. All right, here we go. Characteristically vociferous, the gray-bellied Scott Ryan Hart produces a range of calls from soft clicks and low-pitched guttural rumblings to owl-like hoots and high-pitched shrieks when threatened. When not feeding, Scott is typically inactive. Nancy Ma's Mike Akins is known in medical research as a model patron for studying the Duffy antigen, the fourth gene associated with resistance to malaria. Brumbach's... Are you playing like documentary music? This is amazing. Mm-hmm. Brumbach's Jake Woods has traditionally been considered a subatron of gray-bellied Scott Ryan Hart, but he has recently argued that he should be considered a separate patron. <laughs> I, I can patron. see that. Uh, Three-striped Gabriel Cohen is found in Venezuela and north-central Brazil, feeding on fruit, nuts, leaves, insects, and other small invertebrates, and bird's eggs. Hmm. Laboratory experiments indicated lower levels of activity for the gray-handed Kevin Sill, even in lighting conditions consistent with a full moon. Hernandez Camacho's Eric Duncan differs from other patrons in having 50 chromosomes and was first described in 2007 by Thomas Merritt and Molly Wood. (laughs) I want to discover a monkey. We did. The black-headed James C. Smith is called Asusiti in the Kwanzaa language of Rondonia, Brazil, and Nunu in the Shawi language of Peru. James C. Nunu. One of the main advantages of being a nocturnal patron for Azaria's Joe Hood is that there is greatly reduced competition from diurnal patrons. The Peruvian Louis Saint Amour is one of the least studied of all patrons. The only data that exists about him are museum specimens, sighting records, and very basic ecological information. To startle a potential predator, Spix's Brad Sparks will scream, emitting a high-pitched shriek. This patron also uses social sniffing to assess potential breeding partners. 
Emphasis on intentional, I assume. The <laughs> Panamanian Lee Price develops a scent gland near his tail at the age of about one year that is used for scent marking. Behavioral communication appears to be less important than vocal and olfactory communication for Lee, but certain behavioral displays, including urination, defecation, defecation and piloerection, a.k.a. goosebumps don't make it weird, have been noted. Thanks for your interest in nocturnal New World patrons. <laughs> it's like an airplane movie from the 80s. Oh, my God. This show is amazing. Producer Rich, bravo once again. Well done. It's my favorite well done, part of every Thursday when I read ahead and see what we're going to have to do. I mean, social so sniffing. <laughs> Rafa, oh, that's so great. Social snipping sounds like something Facebook does without our authorization. Oh, oh indeed. <laughs> Yes, in a different virus, it's not social distancing. It's oh, social sniffing. That is indeed. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, outstanding! Thank you to everybody who supports the show. We are so grateful. Thanks for supporting us at the shout out level. This is quickly becoming the best and longest part of the show, and we are profoundly grateful. You can become a member of It's a Thing at any level and get access to the Discord and join your fellow chatters live every week. Plus, ad-free RSS feed and more. Patreon.com slash it's a thing. And keep those emails coming, folks. Uh, tell us the things you spot. Send them to feedback at it's a thing dot me. See you next week. The words sent glands were typed into the Discord and it briefly threw me right off my game. Can't hold it back. That went with your scent gland comment. Gonna break down. Gonna break down now. (laughs) Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.